Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast. Episode number 302, Larry here. And Anthony here. And what's going on? Oh, yeah, more of the same. Hey, I got that copyrighted. How dare you, sir? (laughs) All right, I owe you a nickel. Actually, I don't have a copyright. Wait, so. where's where's okay. my where's my nickel? What? <laughs> nickels, nickels, nickels. Nickels, nickels, nickels. <laughs> Thank you, Lucy. <laughs> Ooh, that's coming up too. But can we get through Thanksgiving first, people? It's not time for a Christmas tree yet. What? No, 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 no. I was I went to Target this morning. It's Christmas. Uh, I got to get Michael's has Christmas trees fifty percent off, so I have to get there. Get yourself a tree. tree. Yeah, I need a new tree. I, I I have my tree, but it ain't going up till day after Christmas. Uh, day after, well, probably day after Christmas, day after Thanksgiving. So yeah, we'll see. No, um, that's when I, I I always put mine up after Thanksgiving. I do wait. Yeah, me too. It's like why rush things at this point? Yeah. This point in our lives, don't rush anything, please. Yeah, we do that anyway. Other than the inevitable end, I'm, I just uh, that can come. But right now, just let's let's go. Um, but we got a good week. Uh, we got a good uh, episode we're gonna have here for you. Um, yes. You know, some, some, and we're going to, we had some cliffhangers from yet from last week. We, we are going to deliver on. Yeah. We actually talked about something. We said, Hey, we should talk about this next week. And by golly, we're going to do it. Yes. So why, you know what? Let's just jump right into it because uh, I don't know whose internet might fail out on us first. So mm-hmm. let's do this. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> I can already tell this is going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be a blast. All right, so we're going to start with, right? And yes, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so the Sega Genesis Mini 2 or Sega Mega Drive Mini 2 was released on um, October 27th, I believe. We both got our copies of it. Larry is showing it off if you are watching us on YouTube. All right, first thing is this thing is tiny. It really is. Like I mean, fit fits in your hand tiny. So, yeah, so here's it. Here's a Genesis controller. Granted, it's the Switch version, but it's the original size of the three original. Button. Yep. Exactly. And there's the Mini, and the Mini is smaller than the controller. Just about, yeah. Not as wide. Yeah, that's, yeah. Controller. It's yep. a bit thinner. Thin. So, um, yeah, this is, I mean, but it packs a wallop, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, again, I mean, uh, again, thanks to technology, we they can be this, you know, this size. Mm-hmm. But... Inside the inside this tiny little uh, mini console, we got our hands on sixty one uh, Genesis, Sega CD, and a handful of Master System. Am I right? Uh, no, not Master no, System. Just, uh, just, just um, like newer games and and newer games. Yeah, um, I believe I played one of them actually. I played it while I was reading. Them. Yeah, yeah, and it's some interesting things. Yeah, so I have to say, um, it, they definitely didn't. Uh, they didn't. Um, skimp on the on the titles nope they definitely they they offer and they offered a very well-rounded collection right yeah so like if there was um if you're a if you're a fighter if you like fighting games they're on there if you like Mm -hmm. rpgs they're on there uh platformers there Mm -hmm. um so i just think uh puzzle games there yeah so yep uh racing games they they pretty much cover you know they cover them all which is really cool and not only that like um they also built on what they did with the first one so in other words like the first one had a lot of like franchise favorites so the original sonic the hedgehog and things like that sonic 2 Mm -hmm. um shining force 
things like that. So they didn't shy away from going back to those franchises because those franchises had such oh, great agreed. sequels. Yeah. So we get, you know, so we, we got our hands on like Golden X2, um, Sonic 3, Shining Force 2, um, things like that. So, Shining, uh, they, uh, Splatterhouse, Splatterhouse 2. There's three, yeah, three Shining Force games on the, on the on, Mini 2. On, on this one, yeah. You got yeah. Shining in the Darkness, which was the original dungeon crawler. Yeah. Shining Force 2 and Shining yeah. Force CD. So there's a so, there's about ninety hours I feel like right there of gameplay. Yeah, there's there's a ton of that. Plus on top of that, like if you're really an RPG fan, um, you also got um, Crusader of Sentity, which yes. is an RPG. That's and, a hidden gem. Yeah, and Fantasy Star Two, which mm. is which is um, considered one of the best RPGs. Yep, um, one of the best. Uh, so really, um, like this thing packs a punch. Um, in terms of game, um, not only the number of games, but the quality of the games. Correct. And and not only that, but the, the games that they threw on there, it's almost like it's almost like Sega was like, you know what? To the to the to the resale marketplace, to so the eBay sellers, you know, a lot of these games that you're selling for like two hundred dollars or more, we're gonna throw it on the mini for a hundred bucks. And you know, so people didn't just get the mini. Get sixty plus games and get yep. those expensive games. I mean, Final Fight CD goes for a lot of money on eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, Robo uh, Alice or Alice, um, I've definitely uh, you know I spent you know three digits on that game alone. Yep. Uh, uh, S- Silphied also right. Silphied Sil- was uh, not as expensive, but expensive. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think somebody. Uh, Silphied. Oh, and uh, oh no, it's not on here. Never mind. But uh, nevertheless, just the the quality of the games and the rarity of the games, like um, like on the first mini, on the first Genesis mini, Musha, uh, which is a, a shoot 'em up. I mean, an original copy of Musha. I don't have dollar amounts in front of me, but I just know a very hard to find, and yeah. b because of that, it's going to be expensive. But it's on the Genesis mini, yeah. and now here on this one, um, Century of uh, uh, Crusader. Excuse me. Crusader of Century. Yeah. Senti. Senti. I always want to say Century. Yeah. Um, Another tough one to find original. I think mine, I have, I think mine along with Musha are uh, repros. So, Mm -hmm. you know, which work fine. But again, Genesis, uh, Genesis, um, Sega kind of knows, it's almost like they know their gamers and they're like, all right, these are the games we're going to throw in there. Uh, and, And again, Final Fight CD alone for me, was like wow the fact that they're putting that on there because that's like the definitive version of final fight short yeah. of the arcade right and not only that you want to talk about um again arguably some of the greatest games in a franchise sonic cd one of the best yeah. and we're gonna get into gameplay in a little bit because i think sonic cd though might be missing something uh yeah uh, okay. <laughs> sonic cd and sonic 3 might be missing something um <laughs> but um but yeah just um just the no, uh I know you're saying Sonic 3, it's Sonic 3D Blast is what's on there. No, I thought Sonic 3 was on no, there. No, no, Sonic 3D Blast. Oh, Sonic 3D Blast. My yeah. mistake. No, it's okay. There's Streets of Rage 3. Streets of Rage 3. There are there are a few threes on here. There are. <laughs> there are a few threes on here, at least I think there are. Uh or I'm just nuts. Anyway. Um, but to your point, when you were saying about like the rare games that are on here, I like the fact that they're not shying away from that because most people 
aren't collecting original cartridges anymore exactly Major majority of people don't have an original sega genesis they're not gonna and not only that they're not gonna spend you know 100 bucks 200 bucks whatever on a game mm -hmm. for an original console mm -hmm. so the fact that they're uh that sega is going that extra mile to give people the opportunity to play these games where it's like hey you know what these games were great and we know that they're rare and hard to find and expensive to find so here's your opportunity to play them so i just think i think it's just an excellent uh just just great on their part um to oh, put totally. those games on there like like you know like when when the Nintendo now, well, I guess it's unfair to say with Nintendo, but like when the Nintendo minis came out, the NES and the Super NES, yes, there were a lot of first party titles on there, but Nintendo prides themselves and they have great first party titles. So that was yeah. kind of wrong. Um, but you know, Genesis, especially again with the first one, we saw the outreach of those uh third party licenses, especially on the first one with Disney, which is like wild. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but on this one, it's kind of funny because I think, like, to your point, is like you said. I know most of it is joking, but like there's a lot of threes, there's a lot of twos on here. I guess in a way, you might as well like represent the sequels to a lot of these games from the first mini. Like, you know, Earthworm Jim 2, Afterburner 2, uh, two Echo games on here. Um, <clears throat> though I guess there was an Echo in the first one. I thought there was, though. Now that I think about it. Oh, okay. Never mind. They're uh, both Sega CD games. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> so, and that's when you forget the Sega. It's it's Sega CD games are on here. Yeah, the Sega. The, so, adding Sega CD games on here to me made it really, um, really a must buy because I was a big Sega CD fan. Mm -hmm. Um, going back, I don't know why. Because uh, <laughs> when because when you look at the games, like, and we'll get yeah. to that when we talk about the games, <laughs> like, you're right. They are they are pixelated as sin. Uh, oh well, that is, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, so especially the the ones that uh, tried to run as like uh, live action or you sewer know, shock, like yeah. like yeah, you play sewer shock. It's like I don't know how you're supposed to make out what's on the screen, <laughs> but but be that as it may, just I, I was a big Sega CD fan. I still am. Um, I just thought there were a lot of cool titles on there, and they and they actually grabbed a good number of those solid titles yes uh, in this collection uh yeah a couple of imported ones um i think uh, night striker i think it might be imported uh i believe I yeah. correctly mm -hmm. along with the uh the ninja warriors uh again only because i know it's very tongue-in-cheek tongue now uh but at the time was very controversial and everything i'm still i'm not look i'm not a prude so but i just still am kind of shocked that they threw night <laughs> trap on there <laughs> um well, you know, Night, they, Night Trap is one of the definitive Sega CDs. It is agreed. Yeah. So, but let's get into um, you know, let's get into the gameplay and stuff like that, and, and the games mm -hmm. like how they play and stuff, like, especially the new ones, especially yep. like these these games that are you know copyright twenty twenty two. Um. Yep. So, what are the uh, you know I'm, I'm I highly doubt you've tried all sixty plus one games. No, um, I definitely haven't. So, which ones? Which ones did you go to, and and you know what yep. would you feel about? Them? Okay, so the first one I went to, I had mentioned this because I had wanted to play this game for a really long time. It was on the Sega CD. Uh, it was Mansion of Hidden Souls. Yes. I definitely, like, that was my, that was literally the first one. I, like, I, tur I, I turned it on. I, look, I looked through the collection. I'm like, okay, I've always wanted to play this. So, <laughs> so I, I put that in. And because, and to be honest with you, because it kind of reminded me, uh, it had the look and feel of um, 
Seventh Guest, which I absolutely loved on the okay. PC. So I was expecting a similar experience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I only played about like 15 or 20 minutes worth uh, of it. It's definitely, it has that vibe. It has a little bit of that Seventh Guest vibe until <laughs> until you find out, like, I guess, you know, obviously it's supposed to be spooky and scary, but it's kind of aged down a little bit. So <laughs> It's like you're walking into this mansion, you're chasing after your sister who runs into this mansion that appears out of nowhere. Of course. Um, of course. You know, as mansions do. <laughs> um, and then you and then you run across uh, a butterfly who starts talking to you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I was like, okay. Now, now it's already a little, yeah, basically just like that. And I'm like, little white butterfly saying you're never going to see your sister again. <laughs> Oh, um, sweet butterfly, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's I would have preferred the butterfly to tell me that. That would have been awesome. Because, I mean, for, for some siblings, if you tell me I'm not going to see my sister again, I might be okay with that. <laughs> so be like, oh, you did me a favor. I'm just going to leave now. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, again, it's first person exploring, trying to figure out. Uh, and, again, what, one of the issues I have with the game, obviously – it's the pixelation it may it's difficult especially you know if you i have a 65 inch screen tv yeah it's really gonna show it yeah yeah it, it shows it like some of the some of these games i'm pretty sure are gonna be better played on a smaller screen 100 and a lot of the i would assume a good number of the um, sega cd games that do have that realistic approach like your sewer shark maybe night trap i didn't play a night trap yet mm-hmm. on it maybe better off on a smaller screen whereas yeah like a like a shining force or um sonic perfectly fine on a bigger screen Mm -hmm. um, because of the graphics um so mansion of hidden souls was the first one i attacked second one went had to try splatterhouse (laughs) 2 i love the splatterhouse series um that one was just fun i i was i was really getting into that one uh it looked great it played great Mm. um there's really no um uh there's no lag with the controls perfect um which is great yeah um i i I love the fact that it's a six button controller this time as opposed to a three button controller uh just to throw that out there um oh and then i tried uh one of the special content games because you know they added they added some of the special ones so i thought i'd try out uh, super locomotive i tried that too and i i i guess it's just there's a learning curve with it i don't know there's a learning curve. It took me a couple of games, like a couple of games before I figured out, oh, this these are what the buttons do and everything. So because I guess um, I didn't go into um, I didn't find that was uh, that uh, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later, like the menu system and everything. But yeah, I tried yeah. Super Locomotive. Seems like a fun game. Um, you just got to get the hang of it. And then I did versus Puyo Puyo Sun. OK. Uh, also, just fun puzzle game. I love puzzle games. The only issue with that game is that because it's a versus game, um, when you play solo, I think it's just practice mode. Probably like, because and then yeah. you know the computer will just kick your butt anyway. So right, well, uh, that's the thing. I don't know. Uh, I got to go back and try it again because I didn't play it that long. I don't know if um, the verse the versus part of it means that it has to be uh, two. Oh, uh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So. Yeah, so did that, jumped into Sonic CD for mm. just for a board, a level, yep. just to see how it plays. Again, everything everything I played or touched, even if it was brief, um, they all played really, really well, very seamless. 
Um, yeah, no, definitely. Now let me ask you, Sonic CD, because I, I I think I might just jump ahead with it when I was playing. I just hit the start button. I don't remember hearing Sonic Boom in it. No, Sonic Boom was okay. not in the game. Which is, in fact, I, I was I was kind of excited because when I when I turned it on, I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to hear Sonic <laughs> Boom," and then it didn't happen, and I'm like, "Ah, uh, licensing." <laughs> but that's weird because Sonic Boom is in the Sonic Origins version. Yeah, well, so. you know, it. it uh, but again, every time they release Sonic CD, every single time they put it on something else. They have to pay music rights. No, true, true. I get it. I'm just yeah. saying, and yeah. I'm just assuming that they didn't want to pay the music rights for it. That's all. That's why you probably won't see Sonic Three. An old joke, you know. All right. Well, yeah. Sonic Three will That's all. Well, they, but they, but they made a Sonic Three without the licensed music. that's what i'm saying it would be different music yeah. actually and that's what sonic origins i think has different music that's yeah. all because of michael jackson but right. um well just yeah. notice since did you try did you try the u.s and the european version so that's the other thing i wanted to mention to you so a lot of these games have like an yeah. option when can you, you click can you into hear, it by the way can you can you hear the background here the the, 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 the noise back here or no oh, i heard a little something Okay. Yeah, because now, like, as we're recording outside my window, I think they have decided to either chop up a tree or <laughs> they, I don't know what they're doing out there, but they're definitely destroying something. That's what you do on a Sunday. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what would you do on a Sunday morning besides destroy stuff outside? <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome back to New York. Hey. So, um, so, so yeah, so the, the U.S. and the European exactly. version, did you try both? No, I didn't. I, I just happened to see U.S. and European. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But yeah. I went into the U.S. version. Uh, was there a difference? Did you see a difference? Uh, the difference I noticed, uh, and I think either I'm right or I'm crazy, uh, the music was different. A little, a little A, a little B. Uh, that's yeah. possible. That's, yeah. that's the music, possible. The music was weird. Different. Yeah, the, I believe the music was different on the, on the possible. two. Possible. Um, yeah, no, other games that do that... Um, I'm going to actually look that up. <laughs> uh, Space Harrier. Uh, was ah. it Space Harrier, I think it is. Uh, yes, because um, with Space Harrier, mm -hmm. trying to think. Yes, Space Harrier Two is what I'm trying to say. Uh, remember, Space Harrier Two is a new game that they made for the Mini Two, um, right? And you know, they you know pushing the limits of the Genesis and everything. But when you go into Space Harrier Two, you do have the option to also play the original Space Harrier. So mm -hmm. you know, again. Also, um, I don't know if it's now. This is either when you click on the game, or if you change the um, in settings on the mini to like European mm -hmm. version versus American version or yeah. North American. Uh, Streets of Rage three, you would have the option of playing either Streets of Rage three or its you know version uh, bare uh, bare. Um, yeah, I think it's called bare knuckles. I think it's bare called knuckles. In, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, three. So. You know, that's what's cool as well. You know, depending on whether you have the North American overlay or the Japanese overlay, it's also going to change the menu screen. Uh, and it does change a couple of the games. That's why it always says 60 plus. You know Got what it. I mean? Like there's yeah. 60 advertised games, but, you know, the plus one being Space Harrier. Um, yeah. But it's very cool how they did that inter interchange. And I saw, I can't remember what the other game was, uh, but there was like you click in and like just, just an option to to play somehow so very cool when you deep dive into the mini -tip. yeah yeah agreed um and and again what was also nice about the what i like about the mini too is like there what they have a super super street fighter 2 
on it. Yes. And they give you a controller that you can use. <laughs> yes, unlike the first one. Yeah, yeah, unlike the first one, you got Street Fighter right. 2 and a three-button Gen- Genesis controller, <laughs> which just makes no sense whatsoever. That was weird, yeah. But I, I think, that, you know, with the first one, I think they were trying to go with the, this is the original Genesis as it was released, so we're mm-hmm. giving you a three-button controller. But mm-hmm. again, if you're going to give us games that need the six buttons, mm-hmm. kind of shut yourself in the foot there. <laughs> Um, so what do you, were there any other of the newer games? Like I tried that Star Mobile game and I don't know what I'm doing in it. No, I did not. I, they only, I, I tried Super Locomotive and uh, the Versus Puyo Puyo. Okay. So, all right. Uh, but th- there were a bunch of other ones like that caught my eye because, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was looking at so many of the games and I'm like, oh, I'm like, um, oh, you know what else I tried, which I've never seen before? Elemental Master. Did you try oh. that? I, I actually have again a reproduction of it. Yeah. But I so I've played it before. Um game is phenomenal. Well, what I found funny about it is that it's a um uh it's a shoot 'em up, mm-hmm. right? With a with a person. Yes, no, exactly. It's a weird it's, so, with, it's weird. Right. Like because like, normally shoot 'em up right. Normally shoot 'em ups you're flying or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like I actually thought it was really cool to do a shoot 'em up where it's actually a person moving on the screen. Oh great idea. It was, yeah. yeah, I thought it was just a nice change of pace. I had never seen that before in a game, so I thought that was kind of cool. And funny enough, I think that was a selling point for me when I when I saw it because I saw it in Game On, and um, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And uh, again, one of those games hard to find original. I have again a reproduction, but uh, here it yeah. is as close to the you know being the original version as possible um, being on here. So now, yeah, um, no, I thought that was really cool. I tried, so I tried a handful of games, the go-to, Sonic, um, Mm -hmm. tried OutRun, because that's a fun game that I've always enjoyed, Uh, Golden Axe, uh, some of the newer games like Super Locomotive, Star Mobile. Um, I didn't try any of the Shining Forces yet, because I know once I get in there, I'm going to be deep diving into them. That, I I didn't touch them, because, (laughs) yeah, I, I was like... Well, I will, yeah, that'll eat up like four or five hours. I've beaten two. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever actually originally owned Shining in the Darkness. I thought I did at some point. Uh, so if anything, I'll probably play that. It, uh, Shining in the Darkness was on the Sega Genesis collection. If you have that, oh, maybe that's where I played it. No, no, no. I mean, I thought maybe if I had it originally, like I thought I had a cart of it. Um, which oh, oh, got it. Got it. My got collection it. now. Okay. Um, and then Shining Force CD. See, here's my thing, and and I talked about it before. You know, with the Genesis Mini Two, a lot of games on there. A lot of the games I already own. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to, like, save, like, Shining Force CD. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to save to play on the Sega CD, like, originally. Right. Um, but Shining in the Darkness, I could definitely do. Uh, the Ooze. I haven't played it yet, but everyone always says, like, you either absolutely love the game, mm-hmm. The Ooze, or you play it and you hate it. So it's very, yeah. very polarized. I heard the same thing. So oh, play. Toe Jam and Earl, too. I played Toe Jam I and Earl. That was fun. I into Toe Jam and Earl any of them uh mario you're missing loves out. i know i know i i gotta yeah. try they're just fun they're <laughs> just fun and of course desert strike i had to play desert strike a little bit return to the golf um still prefer the super nintendo version no offense but it's uh, the fact yeah, that it's hard but is now your dad your dad has something to play when he comes over <laughs> even though he has his own copy yes he does that's what i need him to play and um and then even a couple of games uh here kind of reminded me that i have the cartridges like truxton uh, which is a, an amazing shoot 'em up, and I forgot how good it is, and I forgot mm-hmm. I have a copy of it. It's like one of the um, the retro bit re releases. 
Um, oh, okay. Cool. High quality, don't get me wrong. But like I'm playing it on here, I'm like, why does this feel familiar? And I look over, I'm like, oh, duh, I have it. It's like, oh, I have it. Yeah, totally. So, um, but nevertheless, it's a great, for me, it was a great lineup. Uh, solid. Again, the menu screen, very mm-hmm. cool. You know, you sort it through, you change it between North American and Japanese and it switches. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I haven't tried Night Trap yet. I'm curious because, you know, the Sega CD games are not, like, these games aren't remastered. They're just thrown onto here. They so, just threw them on there, yeah. so they, they are what they are. Exactly. So, um, yeah. you know, I have Night Trap on the PS4. That's a remastered version. Um, so yeah. it is a little bit easier to, easier to see. But nevertheless, uh, bottom line, I quite enjoy this system. Uh, I'm still, again, I, I am searching for, even though I know I missed out on it, I'll probably end up paying double. Uh, but I am searching for the Sega CD add-on, uh, mm-hmm. to, which is just a purely aesthetic. Yeah. Um, but that's why you have the little piece there that comes out because that's yep. what kind of hooks into it. Um, what did you the think me- of the uh, uh, before we go on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, before, uh, uh, what did you think of the menu screens and the way that like, all of that operated? Again, that's what I, I quite enjoy. You know, seeing the box art is always beautiful. Um, the 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 way again it changes between North American and Japanese, and then it changes the box art, which I think is very cool because uh, uh, Turbo Graphics did that too. Turbo yeah. Graphics Mini did that. Yeah, Turbo Graphics uh, Mini was yeah. one of the best by far. The too. only. The only thing I do miss out on on this that the Turbo Graphics does do is when you play a seg- when you play a CD game, the Turbo Graphics kind of mimics the the, yeah. the startup sound. Yes, of the CD, and it doesn't do that here. Again, it's 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 yeah. not a it's not a deal breaker, but it would be kind of cool to hear that with the Sega CD games. Did you did you notice though that you can switch the menu screen from the box art? to the uh, spines yeah oh that's right yes and i thought that was really cool because when because when you switch it i was like oh i was like you know what i go it's it 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 is a little bit more challenging to read them i was like (laughs) it it just looks it just it just looks cool because that's how you would have them on your shelf oh totally it was just it was just kind of fun to see it that way and then at the same time when i was looking at it me being me, it bugged me when I got to a mega CD oh. cartridge on the shelf because the box was smaller. And if I oh, were to have yeah. them, I would I would put the, I would put them in size, I would alphabetize <laughs> but size order as well. So like the mega CDs would go together, and they wouldn't be in the middle of the Genesis ones. Fair enough. Maybe there's something hidden in the menu that you can move them around. Who knows? No, I just thought I just thought it was fun. Um, well, and you can reorganize the games. Mm-hmm. You can. You can do them alphabetically. You can organize them by which ones you played most recently. Yep, yep. Um, year, and, and, and yep, and then they also they. I, I thought this was kind of cool. Um, they also have. Um, they tell you how much time you spent on each one. Oh yeah, so that too. I forgot about that. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. So you know, like just how long? Because a lot of times now, when you play games, um, uh, especially like on on current consoles, like they they keep track of how they do. Games. Yeah. The hours you put into it. Everything's so getting reported. Cool they, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool that they added that. Um, and then I also liked um, when you select a game, um, it gives you the it gives you the summary. Or the oh word, yeah, yeah. For the game, and then obviously like you can you can cycle through those as well. So I just thought like the menu. I thought the menu system. I liked I liked how they laid it out. Totally, I agree. And then the only other thing, and again, it's just, it's it's nitpicking for the sake of nitpicking. Don't get me wrong. 
um, on the front of Genesis, right? So mm-hmm. we all, I think, I mean, the Genesis 2 was my first Genesis. I never actually owned originally the Genesis 1. Um, cause by the time I got to Genesis, the second, the, you know, the, two yeah. um, it's a switch. <laughs> yes. It's not, it's not a button. So that's again, uh, nitpicking for the sake of nitpicking. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it, it was a slight change they did. That's all. <laughs> and no. it's an acceptable one at that. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Uh, so bottom line, not bottom line, but where would you rank then the mini? with the other ones um well you know i was impressed with the first sega me too mini so the sega genesis mini so um i actually thought they exceeded what they did previously so i thought they did a really great job if anything i feel like um uh i feel like sega is taking the minis more seriously than other companies who just seem to be spitting out minis it's like all right yeah we're just gonna throw about you know People are buying these. Let's just create a mini. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel, you know, I think that they they put a lot of care into this one, and I do rank it among the like one of the best ones. Like you said, okay. like like TurboGrafx sixteen might be my favorite out of all of them. Like I just think they hit a home run with that one on mm-hmm. all counts. Like everything about it, I love. Um, where and then you know if you look at the opposite side of the spectrum, Sony fo- to me phoned it in on theirs i think you know cool. i'm very, I'm very happy i'm very happy i paid 11 dollars. <laughs> it. it's not it doesn't get it's just due. i'm sorry i'm no, sorry I, I just classic no 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 i yeah i i just feel like if you look the breadth of the minis that have come out mm-hmm. that one to me is probably the weakest okay fair enough so but the gen but but i gotta say like the genesis one i i might say it would probably be in like those like it's like turbo graphics and then the two sega ones are probably my favorites like right. the, i lo- i enjoyed the nintendo ones don't get me wrong i think they did a great job with both of them mm-hmm. the nes and the snes mini i think they did a really good job but when you look at them compared to these other ones they're just kind of they, they feel a little bit more basic they are and also they were the first ones you know what i mean and they, yeah, and, they and they were the first ones they yeah. started they started the ball and usually when you start it yeah, everybody is going to build on yours. Exactly. It, well, they're going to go one of two ways. They're going to build on yours or they're just going to, like I said, go the, the quick and cheap route where it's like, hey, hey, let's just spit something out. And make like, a buck. like an at games. <laughs> yeah, like like at, yeah. like at games whole existence is that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I would probably I'd probably put this like, you know, as like maybe if I was if I was ranking yeah. them all, probably second or third. You know, what? I agree with you. Uh, Turbo graphics, definitely number one uh on presentation and probably just the fact that you know neither one of us owned a turbo graphics so the, a lot of those games were literally new to us well that also helps yeah. too it's like we're adding games to our collection we've never had I, again there's I'm, an appeal to that i'm staring at my collection I, i'm not saying half of this mini i own but i would say at least a quarter of yeah. these games i have so um so that was cool but yeah this i would definitely uh, you're right two or three i don't know where i would put it but mm-hmm. definitely top three. Um, so overall, I think a success. Uh, with Agreed. The two. Do we get? Do they shrink it even more? Do we get a? Remember the Genesis three, the tiny, tiny one. Yes. Um, that hooks up to nothing. Um, yeah. No. I, I just. I, you know what? I just want one that's the size of my thumb. And that's point. where we're yeah. headed. Uh, you know, microscopic. Yeah, Genesis mini. If we do a Genesis three, which I remember buying when I went to college because it was like twenty mm-hmm. bucks brand new. Um, yeah. 
who knows? We'll see what happens. So, um, nevertheless, I'm glad that we enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely part of our systems. All right. Well, you know, all we do is talk about the minis. But we want to hear other people talk about their minis, their consoles, that is. Where can they find us? All right. You guys can find us on Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast, on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter at Retro Gamers Pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube or you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. And Larry, if I remember correctly, there's something else that I'm missing because we added something to this little speech a uh, week well, or two ago. It's more uh, the uh, the uh, YouTube Twitter. YouTube. YouTube Twitter. YouTube handle. Oh, we have a uh, right. Our, our YouTube handle is now Retro Gamers Podcast. So at, at Retro Gamers Podcast. Yep, at Retro Gamers Podcast. So you definitely tell Retro Gamers Podcast. Well. So I got to add that into my little speech because I do this every week and now we've added something and it's thrown me off a little bit. <laughs> but uh, oh. but yeah, no, we definitely want to hear from you guys, whatever it is, any topic. If you want to talk about the, you know, our topic of the week, we'd love to hear from you about it. If you want to talk about something else that, you know, we haven't discussed yet, let us know. We're always uh, we're always open to suggestions. Um, and if you want us to, if you want us to play a specific game, because, you know, you think we should let us know. We're always open to, uh, suggestions, comments, questions, and critiques. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All right. So, um, so far so good with holding on to topics that we said we were going to talk about from last week. We are consistent. I mean, granted, it's one of two. So here's the second one. No, you know what? I, you know what? At our age, I give us credit for remembering one. I got with you. It was we've remembered both before we started recording. I forgot about them. So, um, <laughs> so what we want to talk about here, and, and what's funny is when we mentioned it, when I mentioned it last week, uh, you know, our friends at Limited Run Games kind of helped out the situation with the topic because then all of a sudden they made an announcement. Well, they helped uh, us out twice because I finally got my copy of Shredder's Revenge. That is true. That is true, too. Did you open it up and did you get your Pizza Hut uh, coupon? Uh, I did not open it okay. up because because I have a digital copy of the game as well. <laughs> and according to Jack, our friend Jack, the uh, physical copy is actually already worth more than what I paid for it. So. <laughs> but it's a it's a free Pizza Hut small personal pan pizza. I know, but I don't like I don't like Pizza Hut, so I'm okay. Damn, it used to be culin. That used to be culinary cuisine. It, you, um, no, it used to be. It used to be a restaurant that you, we would go to. It was a. When it we were was kids. a thing. Yeah, it was a thing. Like we went there, and I was the idiot who didn't like their pizza sauce, of but would always order the spaghetti and meatballs, which had the same sauce on it. <laughs> awesome. Oh, awesome. children, children, children. <laughs> Some of us um, are dumb. So last week, I brought up the point, and uh, again, Limited Run kind of uh, put the exclamation on it. How long is too long to wait for a physical copy? Uh, we've, since probably the beginning of the show, uh, like talking like episode one, uh, have always uh, had our views on digital versus physical. Um, yes. Digital. I'm talking new stuff, you know, new, new content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm digital. Anthony's physical. And... Yep. It, again, on my end, it has nothing to do with, you know, ah, physical boo. It's more room. I just don't yeah. have the storage space. Mm -hmm. uh, and granted, I do like the fact that if I want to, like, flip through a movie, I've done one movie, I'm just going to go straight to another one or something. I can just, you know, I just go right to it. Right. Um, there's a bit of convenience there. Yes. 
there's definitely convenience to it. <laughs> so, uh, for me, yeah. for me, I like the, you know, I like seeing it on a shelf, you know, grabbing, you know, grabbing the, grabbing the, 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 the box, opening the box, taking out the physical copy, putting it in uh, and knowing the fact that I own that forever. As long as I want to keep it, I own it forever. Digital is great. But then there's there again the little fine print in there is enough to turn me off to wanting to own everything digitally. The but whole the, idea of like you own it until we don't have the right for you to own it anymore, and then we that, take it away. But that's not really a hundred percent true because I trust me, I have I've been doing this for a long time. Nothing has ever outright disappeared on me that I purchased. Case in point, uh. The Simpsons arcade game and mm-hmm. the X Men arcade game. No, I boot true. up my systems; they're there. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, but didn't you have didn't you have an experience where like some movies you purchased? I thought disappeared from your collection. No, 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 no. I I thought, and then when I went back and looked at it, I still have the physical copy. So I just never transferred it over. It was a Kevin Smith movie. Uh, okay. I forgot which one it was, but I ended up coming across the CD when I was going through some stuff, which oh, means okay. I didn't transfer it over. Got so, um, so yeah, so that's what it is. Um, yeah, I've never, otherwise I've never, especially with a lot of these older movies, I've never come across them all of a sudden being gone after I purchased them. It's one okay. thing if you're streaming, obviously, but, um, and games, absolutely not. I've yet to come. And those are my two go-tos, Simpsons right. and X-Men. Um, as long as those are still playable, you know what I mean? I'm still yeah. all in, but okay. nevertheless, it's still, for me, it's still storage because otherwise you think the pop vinyls are taking up a lot of room yeah forget about what my dvd collection would have been oh no that i understand too Uh, i actually went i I didn't go the route of digital with my dvds but i actually did decide that um hanging on i I can't just hang on to the cases anymore oh (laughs) okay that's the first step that's the no, 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 because no, 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 it's that's not the gateway. (laughs) No, it's not the gate, it's not the gateway because I have a, a I have a lovely book. You know, I have a lovely book with my collection in it, and that just works for me. So, or it's quite possible I still kept the cases and they're in a bin somewhere. <laughs> you know, I, I know. hate you for that. You mentioned that once before. Yeah. And then shortly after you did that, I went through some games that I have in cases. I took the games out and the cases are now in the back room. Yeah. <laughs> the boxes See? are in the back room. Well, because you're saving. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. I also think there's a difference between saving uh like like um space saving for what's out versus mm-hmm. what's in storage so in other words like yeah i don't have room to pull, put out my dvd collection. hell i don't have room to put out my video game collection there's just <laughs> no room you know what i mean it would be it would be a giant collection so mm-hmm. i do have them stored away but i they're accessible to me and with my dvd same thing where it's like the cases are stored away because I don't need access to the cases. I just need access to the discs. And the discs are in one binder, ready to go. One binder? Wow, I had like two or three. Good for well, you. I've I've downsized on my DVD collection <laughs> over the years. <laughs> um, yeah. This was not the topic we wanted to get into, but it's part of it. But I like it, it, It's a little it. bit. It, it was a little part of it. But I like, like what we went with it. Yeah. So, but what we, what we really wanted to talk about is games getting released in a, you know, physically and not only that but there's like a delay right sometimes it's a delay to a physical release compared to being able to download it digitally and 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 you 
go ahead. Yeah. As I say, and the perfect example to that was Shredder's Revenge. Exactly. Show Shredder's Revenge. You experienced it. This is all I you. This is yeah, all, no, this you know is, what I mean? This is all me. So yeah. like, so what happened was I pre-ordered uh, Shredder's Revenge for PS4 or PS5, whichever one, um, off of limited run games. I Because I didn't realize that it was going to be available like on Amazon as a physical disc. I thought limited run was doing the physical copy and you can only buy it and you, you know, and the rest of it was bought digitally. Yeah. Um, everybody, two things happened in this, in this experience. One, um, physical copies were available on Amazon and all of my friends decided to get it on the switch. <laughs> so I contacted limited run. I had them switch my order from PS4 to switch so yeah. that I would have the same copy, but they had said Originally, it had said that it was going to be released in July, which is mm-hmm. when the game came out. It was gonna, it was gonna be like maybe two August, weeks, maybe. Yeah, no, like like it was August. only supposed, it was only supposed to be like two weeks after the digital copy. So I'm like, all right, I can hang on for two weeks, no big deal. Lo and behold, two weeks became what uh, three and a half months, almost July, August, about three months, October. about three months. It became a little bit over three months before I got the physical copy. By that time. I had already purchased a digital copy of the game just so I could play it with everybody <laughs> because everybody already had it. They were already playing through it. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, shoot, I go, people are going to play through it before I get a chance to even get the copy. <laughs> um, so I wound up buying a digital copy of it. And then three over three months later, I finally get the physical copy. <laughs> so, you know, so, and that begs the question. I'm like, how long is too long to wait for a physical release? Exactly. Because, you know, I like they just announced recently that they're doing the pre-orders for Shredder's Revenge exclusively for the PS5. Mm-hmm. So now they're doing a pre-order for a game again. What are we talking? Three and a half, four months later. Yep. Um, like, do you do you, as a PS5 owner, would you be sitting there? To your point, like some people want to get right into it and start playing it. Um, you know, other people could probably wait, but do you even know? If it's going to come out like Shredder's Revenge, yeah, you know, a lot of these games, you know, like newer games, you got to, and especially because Limited Run is starting to do PS5 games and yep. starting to do Xbox games. But they also, for example, this is not Limited Run's fault, but I'm just saying, Limited Run just announced a physical copy of Konami's arcade classics. Yep. Now, this was the first of the three Konami arcade, uh, three or Konami classic collection. Well, now four classic collections that have come out arcade, Castlevania, Contra, and then the Ninja Turtles. Right. Is Ninja Turtles even available right now physically? Oh, it is. I think uh, it is. Yeah, I think, I so. think it is. Because I don't think they went through, I'll, they didn't go through a limited run. But um, nevertheless, this collection, I don't have the t- in front of me. But I, I feel like this collection came out before the pandemic. Because this is how life is now. Pre and post pandemic. Yes. I, 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 so what, 2019, maybe 2018? Um, collection comes out. It was like 20 bucks, 15 bucks or whatever. And it kind of just made itself, it made sense that it will be like just digital only. Yeah. But to someone who's a hardcore collector as well, and a hardcore physical media collector, there was never no announcement of like, oh, down the road, we'll do a physical copy. Um, right. I mean, again, years later, at least with Contra and Castlevania, they were still like months apart, maybe a little longer than that compared to the digital. 
But like, I mean, how bad and would you want a game? Perfect example. Well, no, actually not anymore. But I was gonna say Bill and Ted, uh, because that's no longer now available physically. Right. Now we're kind of waiting for it digitally. But how long would you wait for a game? Like, do 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 you just try and hold out for the best? I mean, if you really wanted that arcade gate arcade collection, you you had to have been like, I'm not saying you, you personally. I'm just saying you had to make the the conscious effort to be like, I am not buying this game, even though it's seven dollars on sale for Black Friday. I am mm-hmm. not buying this game until if it comes out physically, and then lo and behold, it does. So, like, how long right. would you wait? Well, not I for that, but for in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In general, I think it's relative to the game, and here's why. Uh, the same way I explained with Shredder's Revenge, the reason why I wanted a digital copy is because my friends were playing it, and it was a multiplayer game. Because it was a multiplayer game. Specifically, that that's the whole appeal of that mm-hmm. game, right? Mm-hmm. You play it with your friends. Yeah, that's the reason why I went. Di- like, I bought the digital. I caved and bought the digital copy because I'm like, I want to play this with my friends, and they're playing it now. For single player games, I have no issue waiting, and the reason why is one, I have um, uh, I have a backlog of <laughs> games that I want to play anyway, so it's not like. I need to play this game right away so I can wait for a physical copy. However long that may be, if it takes a few months, I'm okay waiting a few months because I like the idea of having the physical copy in my collection and I have other stuff to play until it gets here. I'm not, it's not like I'm sitting here saying I have nothing to play. Let's face it. I've got too much to play. As it is. I'll never, I'll never finish all the games I have in my lifetime now. So I have no problem with that delay, but if it's something that I know everybody is going to be playing together, that's where I got to draw a line. That's where I got to be like, you know what? I go, maybe it's not worth getting a physical. Like, to be honest with you, if I could have canceled the limited run order, Mm -hmm. I would have Mm -hmm. for the physical copy because I bought it digitally. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm not that hardcore of a collector where I feel like I need to own everything game every physical copy of a game i'm not that hardcore of a collector Um, but if the option is put in front of me i will go get the physical one but like but also at the same time with that if there's no indication of because a lot of games come out strictly digitally and there is no physical copy but again like in this case for the arcade shooter it kind of it came out of nowhere like you figured yeah. if limited one one whoa limited run went to Contra and went to Castlevania, you know what I mean? Like like you figure oh yeah. skipped over the arcade because Contra and Castlevania are bigger names. Right. Um, you know, Uh-oh. as opposed to arcade shooter. Oh, look at that. Yeah, uh, it's it's treat time and I'm ignoring her. Mine's mine's sound asleep, thank God. Yeah, she just woke Finally. up and she wants some <laughs> treats. So. Um so like like that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's a game you really want to play, do you hold out for the sake? If there's no indication of someone saying a physical copy is coming down the road, Splatterhouse mm-hmm. Five, for example, comes out and it looks epic. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, do you go, all right? Well, there's no, I see no news about a physical copy. Like, do you like maybe? <laughs> do you give yourself a grace period? Like, how? Again, because this for me, I'm going digital. So yeah, no, I don't. Your idea. 
If there's no indication that a physical copy is going to be coming out, I'll just buy the digital copy. Okay. I mean, I can't, you can't predict the future. You don't know what's going to come out. On, and let's face it, there are so many third party companies now that are putting out physical copies. It's just a matter of time before everything comes out physically in one sh- way, shape, or form. But because I can't predict that, I'm not going to wait for it. I got Cuphead. Cuphead's another great example. Cuphead yeah. would strictly, and they were like, this is digital only. Yep. Strictly digital, and that came out a bunch of definitely before the pandemic. Oh, yeah. And, um, uh, you know, we blink, and all of a sudden, there's a physical copy finally coming out, yeah, uh, from I am 8 bit, uh, same company where I'm getting the yeah, Dark but again, at that at that point, it's like, uh, and then then it's also a judgment call. So, like, the Bill and Ted, like, Bill and Ted was a good example because, like, and that's going the other way, yeah, like, like, um, if I have a if I have a uh, a fondness for the game. Mm-hmm. So like, even if it's a digital, like if I only own a digital copy of a game, but I really enjoyed it and I loved it. And I know maybe one day I'll go back and play it for those reasons. I would consider buying a physical copy because of how much I enjoyed it. Okay. That's fair. So, um, but again, if it's something where it's like, okay, I have a digital copy of cuphead. I enjoyed it. I don't see myself going back and playing cuphead again. There's no interest for a physical copy, at least to me. Okay, yeah. and I know and the, the only other... reason why, and the only reason why Bill and Ted was appealing was because I wanted the damn soundtrack. <laughs> we really, we both missed out on that. You, you'd yeah. have no that, every Tuesday, that, yeah, every Tuesday because Tuesday usually like when games update and games drop. Yeah, every Tuesday I go on the and I was doing this beforehand, but now more than ever I would go on the Switch, go on the eShop, and go to coming soon. And I yep. just scroll, and I'm like, "Come on, Bill and Ted! Come on, Bill and Ted!" Yep. <laughs> Still nothing yet. <laughs> no, but but then you know, again, thinking back to it, it's like I love those movies so much that it may that it makes that game appealing. But the oh, game totally. is terrible. But and remember, it's, it's the terrible. NES and the Game Boy, and I did buy the NES version. Yeah, both um, games ter- terrible. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? You know, limited run sometimes. You know, they'll usually put like a backlog of games up for a little while. Yeah. I have a feeling if that happens, we're both pulling the trigger. <laughs> uh, we might. We just might. <laughs> so, all righty. So, you know, that's where we're at right now. Um, curious to see what other games will magically come out uh, yep. physically. But um, nevertheless, very good. I, I like uh, very interesting ideas. Very interesting. Yes. Ideas. Um, speaking of which, of another game that is available both physically and digitally, um, game that just came out, neither one of us have owned own it yet, so neither of us has played it, Atari 50th anniversary. Yes. Um, that you know, I, I don't want to say it slipped under the radar for me, but I honestly did not I wasn't paying attention to when it was being released. Me so. too. It kind of well, yeah. again, it's another situation where looking at the switch coming, you know. Yep. I'm like, oh, there it is. Uh, I forgot about that. It's coming out. Yes. Uh so what system because it's coming out on everything? What system are you uh thinking about getting it for? Um, I mean, most of what I play right now is on PS5, so I I would I would think I would lean that way. Awesome. Unless Unless you tell me there's an online multiplayer component to it, if there's not, then there's no reason. Um, well, to think about like getting. No, it on the I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. know, um, I thought about the Switch. You know, my go-to has been Switch. Unless the game is supposed mm-hmm. to be like like a 4K game, um, yeah. then I'll go. I'll go Xbox. I hate to say it, but mostly Switch. But you know, it's Atari, yeah. and I'm like, you know what? If you're gonna get an Atari game. Based on the yeah. 50th anniversary of over a hundred plus games, yep. Not for the Switch, not for the PlayStation, not for the Xbox, but for the uh, one schmuck who pre-ordered and received the system, might as well use it. 
Yeah. For what it's worth, I'm waiting for it to drop, and it will, on the Atari VCS. Of course you will. And this will probably be the biggest, both as far as size of the game and price. The game's only 40 bucks, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, That I own for the Atari VCS, because everything well, so far has been very cheap. Right, and the question is going to be, how many of those games have you already bought on the VCS that are in the collection? To be fair, not that many. Okay. Though they did drop Atari seventy eight hundred games on there for like nice. they're like four bucks each. Okay. Um. So and and I think at the time they were on sale for half off. Like I have a good, I have a nice, I have a no, I have a small collection of mm-hmm. games on the Atari VCS. Um, I did buy though Atari Mania. On the Atari nice. Yes, yes, I know you told me that. Yeah. And I'm so happy I did because I don't think it's going to do it for the other systems because the controller is not available. But when you boot up the game, it'll actually tell you, hey, you should play with this controller. Ah, very like, nice. Like, specifically. So I'm like, sweet. And yes, playing through it, and it is very much the WarioWare of Atari or the, uh, the NES remixes. Yeah, I love those NES remixes. Very fun. So first of all, Atari Mania well worth it that one purchase mm-hmm. uh but as far as multiplayer and i'm gonna tell you at least between me and you you don't have to worry about it for the atari 50th because i am going vcs on it yeah then i'll i'll go the playstation route with but it. you're right that you know to think about it i do own atari volts one and two so that's got to have a lot of original games in it and i have the Antstream arcade which i use through the atari vcs which fun fact is now free Atari and stream. You can pay and you get some perks, but otherwise it's free. You get like limited plays a day, mm-hmm. but how many times are you going to play? Um, right. you, so everyone still check out Ant, uh, Ant Stream Arcade. It is okay. amazing. So yeah, so I, I'm actually excited and waiting for a game specifically for the VCS. And of course it has to be digital. Because of course, well, of course it does. It's only, it's only digital. digital. So, um, All right, so yeah. very cool. So we'll see how that one goes. And then finally, um, we got some pretty cool news about something that's dropped um, or will be dropping soon. Uh, do you even still play GameCube out of curiosity? Um, do I? No. Should I? Yes. Um, <laughs> mostly because uh, I still have to go back and play Twilight Princess on GameCube. Gotcha. Even gotcha. though, I'm, uh, wait a minute. Did it come out on Switch yet? I think it did. Twilight Princess? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, well, then never mind. No, no, I don't play my game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's no, that's of... not true. I'm lying. I'm lying. Oh, I, have to finish, I have to finish Luigi's Mansion. Oh, okay. There you Mansion. go. So, um, just recently announced, and I definitely got in on it because I love it for the PlayStation 1. Uh, 8 bit, 8 bit dough, 8 bit do, 8 bit do, um, has released or will be releasing their Mem Card Pro GameCube. Basically, it's their memory card. I have here the PlayStation 1 memory card. Yes. Oh, I'm loving using this camera. This camera is way better than the other one. Uh, and what's awesome about this is that it takes SD cards. Yes. So I what is this right now? So this is a PlayStation 1. This is a 16 gigabyte card. I am <laughs> pretty sure this is the equivalent of like 20,000 ps1 memory cards or something yeah so basically you never need another memory card for never again and what's cool about these things is um uh they run off the power of the system so like there's no battery in here mm-hmm. there's a little screen on front that will yep. light up when you boot it up to tell you if it's reading if it's writing 
Um, when booted up, it's Wi-Fi enabled, so you can actually move saves. Nice. Like if you download saves or whatever. Yes, Link, I'm telling you, this is the way to go. And um, just the fact that, and it's, I don't know, don't ask me why, but it was weird because when I got this, I kind of started, I started playing PS1 games more. I don't, mm-hmm. it's weird. Maybe it's just because it was in my head. Um, but like these small memory cards for the GameCube, and there's definitely a ton of GameCube games that I enjoy. So getting the Mem Card Pro uh, for GameCube just basically gives you unlimited storage, essentially. Um, and again, it's just well worth it, uh, worth the purchase, worth the buy. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it, I should say. So, of course, everyone can find out for yourselves. Um, yes. I mean, but- me, honestly, I have I, I never filled up the GameCube memory card that I currently have. So I don't think I need to worry. You know, about I've already lost mine. I've lost oh, a bunch of them. Yeah, I still I still have mine. That's the other thing why I love this. It, you know, I, it's all in. Even if you have current memory cards. You yeah. can move them over to this. You can just move them over. Yeah. So that alone. I would probably think about getting the PlayStation one only because I have like six of those. That's, and granted, don't don't get me wrong. It's not like you put you put this into the PlayStation. I'm sure the GameCube would be the same. And then you have like yeah. 20,000 slots. Yeah. You know, you have to cycle through as you if. Cycle through, yeah. You know what I mean? Now, does that, work, does that work for PlayStation 1 only? Does it work for PS2? No, no, no. So No, it will work for PS2, not the slim version though okay um, the original the original ps2 it won't work for the slim and there was another oh i think mm. like you have like a modded no that's not true because this thing is like designed for modded uh ps1s definitely not the slim ps2 because yesterday i had a little issue by ps1 so i'm like yes. oh let me te- it wasn't booting up so let me put this because i wanted to play gets we put uh, this in the yes. ps2 and this wasn't booting up i'm like oh man tell me this thing's broken yep but then I looked into it, and yeah, it's a, wow, someone's well, being needy. No, my my cat is telling me we need to wrap up. All the show. right, we're, we're gonna be wrapping it up anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it won't work for the slim, but it will work in the regular PS2. Yeah. Um. So if you want to consolidate your memory cards, these are the way to go. Nice. And I've already ordered the GameCube one, so I'm looking forward to it. All right, very. I cool. got the GameCube one in white. Uh, this came in a whole bunch of different colors. But very cool. Uh, other than that. I think that was it. That all I wanted to mention. All right, I'm probably cool. forgetting something. So. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, I think we're good. I think we can. Uh, I think we can wrap this one up. All right, let's bring it in. And where can they find us? You guys can find us on facebook.com slash retro gamers podcast on Instagram at retro gamers podcast on Twitter at retro gamers pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube at retro gamers podcast. And you can email us at email at the retrogamers.com. Yes, reach out to us, tag us, you know, add us, whatever you want to do, especially on YouTube now. We're getting all that going. Yeah. Um, and with that, we'll call it a day because otherwise the Ant's cat's going to kill him. That's right. Treat time. <laughs> all right. Ant, have a good week. You have a good week as well. And we'll catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast.